Hello, my name is Miles Jackson, and I'm a fourth year biology major at Whittier College. Today, I want to talk about the differences between public and private education, specifically why my 3.5 GPA got me into Whittier College, and why my cousin's 3.5 GPA at Phillips Exeter for one year got him into multiple Ivy League universities. With the problems seen today with public education, like increasing school segregation and low standards in public schools due to no child left behind, more parents are making the switch to private education. Private school is expensive and not suited for every child, especially with the Harkness style of teaching in many of the boarding schools, which is highly collaborative. However, students who are motivated to attend prestigious colleges and use school as a way to climb the social ranks should consider private education. And you would be surprised the amount of financial aid that is available. First, some history on public and private schooling in America. Education in the colonies was a semi-formal system that was instituted by local governments in order to teach students the basics of reading and arithmetic. These dame schools, as they were called, used the New England Primer as their textbook, which taught basic lessons with a biblical premise. Dame schools were held in homes and farms across the colonies and were the first steps in public education. From dame schools, students would attend grammar schools, which taught Latin and Greek, and prepared their students for leadership roles. Similar to today, these schools were seen as sources of social mobility. An important difference to recognize was the elite would send their children to private tutors along with their normal education to give them a leg up on lower class students, which is what we see today with supplemental education programs. Education continued in, in this format until the 1830s when Horace Mann established common schools. These schools were the first universal, in the 1830 sense of the word, free institutions and were used to assimilate poor and immigrant students in the moral Protestant way of thinking and teach the workforce to be docile and malleable to their employers. These schools were all used by the lower class to achieve a better social status for their children. Private school education and schools for the elite has been around for even longer. Going back to before colonization of the United States, the elite would go to well-endowed public schools and the middle class would go to local grammar schools. The only thing that has changed since then is that the government no longer wants to provide enough resources to public schools to make them able to compete with private boarding schools. Private education has served many purposes as well. Historically, and even still today, parents have decided that they want their children educated in a religious background which led to Catholic schools. Private schools today offer parents and students the same options when they are determining what kind of education they want. Private schools can also offer their students opportunities in the form of classes and connections to colleges that are not available to students at public schools. Prep schools in the Northeast are heavily funded institutions with endowments well over $1 billion in some cases. Phillips Exeter, where both of my cousins have attended, has the same dollar-to-student ratio as Harvard, which has the largest endowment of any private institution in the United States. This funding allows these schools to hire talented teachers and administrators, some that have taught at the college ranks. 
This allows these students to get an understanding of what college coursework will be like when they get to college. Also, if you go to many of these boarding schools along the East Coast, their facilities are top-notch. From the dorms to the sports facilities, they all seem more suited for a college campus than a high school. Another aspect that separates private schools and public schools is the ability to set their own learning goals outside of the common core and no child left behind standards set by the government. Private schools have long used this as incentive to recruit new students and set them apart from public schools. With the problem seen with no child left behind and common core, like the testing based curriculum that is not seen as much in college, these schools can give students a look at what courses are actually like in college. private education that I want to talk about is the emergence of sports as a large draw for high-level prospects coming from low-income families. If you look at the rosters from the 2019 NBA All-Star Game, 17 of the 24 players on the roster attended private high schools. And in this year's recruiting class, a large number of prospects are also enrolled in private schools as well. Monferdy Academy, IMG Academy, Bishop Gorman, Spire Institute, and Oak Hill are just a few of the basketball mills that have emerged to pump out super prospects such as Ben Simmons, KD, Carmelo Anthony, and many others. This has changed a lot since the 1990s when only a few players attended private high schools and they were usually white. This goes back to the ability of private schools to recruit college-level coaches and trainers that can prepare them for Division I athletics better than public schools. Also with this comes connections to current coaches which can lead to higher chances of being recruited. Many of these boarding schools now offer post-grad years for fringe prospects to come and compete for a year and get more recognition. This is how my cousin was able to get recruited due to the relationships his coach had with college coaches that would come to his practices and watch. This kind of exposure is not always seen in public schools, which is why students are eager to move to private schools. Their parents, who probably wouldn't be able to afford to send their child to a private school, jump at this opportunity since they have a chance to get a great education and a better chance of getting into college, even if sports doesn't work out. This does not just happen in basketball, but in all sports. Private schools have the ability to recruit students starting in middle school and bolster their, and bolster their programs and lead to more exposure for them. Public and private schools are very different in the funding they receive, as seen with the recent strikes by teachers in the Los Angeles and Oakland school districts. These differences would not be so drastic if the federal government invested more in the public education system. However, with, the, with who we have in office right now, I don't think that's happening, at least until there's a wall on the southern border. Thanks for listening.